I'm amazed how many people own stocks. Welcome to the Playing Footsie Podcast. My name's Paul, and each episode, me and the lads get together to talk about the stocks, stock market news, and finance in general. Quick disclaimer, you shouldn't consider anything in this podcast as personal financial advice. If you need such advice, go to a financial advisor. And please remember, when investing in any form, your capital is at risk. So sit back, relax, and let the lads fill you in with all the stock market news of the week. The sucker's going up. Welcome back, everyone, to the midweek footsie, where we kind of take a question that you have either asked in the previous midweek footsies or in the actual playing footsie podcast that comes out every morning on Sunday. Yep, every Sunday morning it comes out. I should have known that. Um, <laughs> today we have a question, and I don't have it in front of me, but I believe Steve D does. So, Steve D, what's this week's question? Uh, so, this week's question is from um, Michael, and I did sort of answer it, but I thought it'd be uh, kind of cool to open it up to everybody as well and just see what you guys think. But he asked us, um, hey guys, what are your thoughts on battery uh, and other metals and battery companies? Uh, I believe Paul mentioned he was looking at Albemarle, um, and I've looked at Albemarle, obviously, and that the Steve's own Southern Copper, and we also mentioned a nickel episode, uh, a nickel company as well in an earlier episode. Um, so he quite likes lithium. He talks about graphite and real earths as well. It's a non-tech sector, and uh, he thinks it might be a bit of a challenge for us. He said, oh, try not to mention Tesla because it'll trigger Paul. Um, <laughs> So I'll give you a really, really quick overview on commodities. So uh, commodities are something that I consider one of my weird specialities, considering I'm a growth investor uh, at heart. Um, so there are a number of trends that I really, really like. There is obviously lithium, although lithium is uh, it's everywhere. It's pretty easy to mine and it's pretty cheap to mine so it's not really a commodity that i would consider buying it's also actually a small part of batteries despite them being called lithium something or lithium iron whatever it usually contains quite a small amount of lithium so i'm going to skip that for now um nickel is um, a very big part of batteries it's very good for long range batteries so if you think evs are going to do 300 350 miles at the moment there's really no other way around having a nickel battery um the the basic composition of a tesla long range battery at the moment is um, nickel cobalt and aluminium um Outside of that, if you're looking for a, a short-range battery, they're currently switching to sort of lithium-iron phosphate, I believe it is. So uh, there's yeah. a little bit of Rio Tinto there for you, Paul. Um, outside of that, palladium is a really interesting metal still um, because it's used in fuel cells. So if you think we're going to hydrogen, palladium's your, your, your key. Uh, it's also in catalytic converters. So uh, with catalytic converters, palladium is used for petrol engines, so petrol hybrids. And platinum is used for diesel hybrids. Um, so if you think we're going to have diesel hybrids, I personally don't. Um, you would buy platinum. If you think we're going to go to um, petrol hybrids first, then platinum would be your shell. Um, nickel is a really good commodity because actually the vast majority of it at the moment is still used for nickel plating stuff. So basically it just gives a metal, an anti-corrosive metal plating. So it's got a really good sort of underpinning uh, and all the demand will grow off the back of that. Nickels are pretty easy to mine. There's some huge miners out there. You can get some safety and some pretty big dividends as well. So that's basically an overview on uh, what I would consider the commodities in the battery industry. Uh, Steve, thoughts? 
Yeah, interesting stuff. So battery metals are not my speciality. Interestingly, my <coughs> exposure to battery metals comes from lithium, and that kind of comes by sort of happy accident. So I own a company called Compass Minerals, uh, who until about six months ago, we just told you they produce two products, uh, and they are salt for de-icing and sulfate of potash, which is a speciality fertilizer, basically. And they dig salt out of uh, rock salt mines, and they have the best assets around for that. And they get uh, sulfate of potash out of uh, salt brines, basically, by evaporating. Um, and one thing they've realized in the last six months is one of their salt brines in Utah is actually a really, really good, viable source of lithium. Uh, so they are currently, you can see the line where they discovered this, by the way, because their share price goes vertically upwards. Um, and then you can see shortly afterwards the line where they said, OK, we're going to figure out how to get this lithium out of here because we think it's probably worth us doing that. Um, we're going to need to stop paying that dividend thing uh, that you like so much. And then the line goes sharply downwards uh, again when they kind of cut their dividend. For reference, I bought shortly after that. Um, but my, yeah, my lithium exposure comes kind of on the side here a little bit uh, because I'm not so sure I know much about kind of speciality uh, battery metals. Um, where I am exposed to metals, though, is copper uh, and have been for a little while. Uh, Michael is dead right. Both I and Steve uh, own Southern Copper. They're based in Peru. They're a strong copper mining outfit. They haven't done as well at the share price level as, I think, Freeport McMorran uh, in the most recent kind of run. But broadly speaking, they will track the um, copper price index and they'll track it reasonably well because they have a fairly low cost of production. There's, I think I was reading about three and a half times as much copper goes into making an EV, which I guess is where this battery question sort of naturally uh, leads us. So, and I'm entirely agnostic about trying to... Uh, pick an EV manufacturer to be a winner or trying to price them all or anything like that. Uh, so I figured I would try and cover it by uh, buying something like a, a copper miner a while ago before a big run on copper in anticipation of that. So that's roughly my kind of battery metals, EV metals more generally uh, exposure covered there. Absolutely. And um, copper, uh, there's been a lot of shift of businesses towards copper because we talk about batteries and we talk about how how much of it is in an EV, in an electric vehicle right now, but we've also got wind, we've got solar, we're, we're going to a general battery world or uh, renewable energy world, and that's going to take up a lot of copper. And Southern Copper yeah, is brilliant. And I think one of the things that we've, we've kind of covered with Southern Copper before is that a lot of the other mining companies are trying to sort of edge into that. I can name Rio Tinto, which only has about 4% of its entire... Uh, revenue coming from copper but it is finding mines in south america and just kind of trying to get into that into that space and it's got the money too as well so uh, a lot of there's going to be a lot of jostling for space in copper right now southern copper is without a doubt one of the you know one of the best plays on this right now but personally i've i've got a uh, rio tinto which is heavily into iron and and um like you said with the with the uh iron phosphate batteries there's a bit of a play there but you can argue all sorts of different um problems uh, different ways to get into the ev market through different types of minerals and i'll cover albemarle straight away uh albemarle the us ver version of uh the lithium uh purifier can i go with purifier because i can't think of a better word right now processor um, really isn't it processing yeah 
uh, lithium processing uh, did very, very well at the start of the pandemic when everyone got excited about EVs and they were just looking for anything with the title lithium in the front. Uh, I had it and I think Steve D also had it for a while. Uh, I loved it because of the high cash flow. Lithium was a great, great play. You know, it was a great buzzword to to say at the start of that. So bought it, uh, paid, a, paid a mini dividend as well. Uh, bought it, I think we both sold it pretty much right at the top because uh, we thought this has just got i rarely sell stocks and this was right up there and i thought well, I, you know I, I i only missed the top poll by about 300 <laughs> percent oh right okay sorry uh, yeah. yeah i let that go all the way but i did buy quite high up i think i bought quite quite a lot after you but albemarle uh, was a really good play on that and i think i think it, uh, as as the uh the mean reversion that we're witnessing now uh we're, we're starting to see a few stocks come off the top for it now i think it may come back into into play but there's going to be a lot more and we're talking about nickel at the moment uh nickel like you said most of it is using nickel plating but last year around about june time i think it was uh tesla the the tesla ceo Elon Musk did put out a big plea for nickel miners to start mining more nickel. Uh, it was a very, very hot topic at the time. Um, and this is because this is at the moment where they see their batteries going. They've uh, Elon did say very clearly that he wanted to get rid of cobalt. Uh, I did have to actually check that a few days ago just to check that it wasn't nickel and it was cobalt that he wanted to get rid of. Uh, so that is the commodity that's probably tanked at the moment because of because of Elon's uh, influence there. But uh, nickel and nickel miners is probably where we've been looking the past few days or weeks recently. Uh, any of them stocks been uh, uh, catching your eye recently? There's a, there's a number of copper miners that catch my eye on a daily basis, really. So um, Southern Copper and um, Freeport McMorrin are two that I, I do like the look Freeport. of, obviously. Um, I'm not actually buying either of them at the moment. They're still a touch high for me. Um, there's If you stick to the LSE, there's always Antofagasta, um, which is a, a pretty large copper miner but it has political issues um so you have to sort of factor that into how you feel about um don't they all? How you feel about paying for it um so then nickel i think it'd be fair to say that norilsk is the company that we all pretty much think is is the best in that sector um the cobalt really it's hard to find a decent cobalt miner because they're very you will very rarely find the public traded because the vast majority of cobalt is mined in uh, i think it's in democratic republic of congo and it's mined by 11 year olds um so if you want experience to cobalt um i'm afraid you're gonna have to go through glencore who um have some sort of criminal <laughs> criminal ties reportedly um <laughs> So they're kind of they're kind of the the sort of the best sort of companies I can think for for miners. So to, really to sort of like follow on to Michael's other question, battery producers. I've got a few um, that I'm that I think are pretty good, but it's whether or not you can get exposure to them. So there's obviously Cattle, CATL. They're the biggest battery producer in the world. Um, LG, Lucky Gold Star. Um, they're another uh, fair sized battery company um panasonic is another very interesting battery company that you could uh, potentially i think are available on the otc 
Um, outside of that, there's Gangfeng, uh, which is a, also sort of doubles up as a lithium <laughs> miner. They've just recently bought um, the Bacanora mine in Mexico, which is a very big mine, was on the AIM. Um, outside of that, uh, this companies like Proterra, uh, they'd be an interesting play on, on batteries. And uh, they seem to be providing batteries for pretty much all of the sort of, let's call them B-tier EVs and uh, bus companies and van companies in on the US exchange. Um, any other battery companies for you guys? Battery companies wise, I, I wouldn't go there because I think battery companies are just... Uh, it's very hard to tell. Again, it's the same with the whole EV industry. It's very hard to tell which one's going to be at the top. Panasonic is obviously up there with, with like, uh, but still ridiculous valuations or at least valuations which are very hard to perceive in the future right now. Uh, I did want to just uh, honorable mention of another FTSE 100. Yeah, it is FTSE 100 stock, B BHP, which um, I just had a quick check. 20% uh, of their revenue comes from copper. And also, uh, very uh, if you if you search for nickel stocks and and uh, nickel uh, miners uh, on on the on the old Google, BHP does come up quite high on the list as a, as a nickel miner. So interesting one to look at. Um, I've always chosen Rio Tinto over BHP here. And obviously, a lot of debt, a lot of, lot of its own issues, um, and again, political. Uh, but yeah, interesting one in BHP. A uh, lot of copper there, a lot of nickel. Great one. I'm just thinking there's probably one mm. more that if we don't mention it, ICER Investor will be in the comments telling us we're uh, calling us all sorts of names. But I suppose <laughs> we should probably mention Samsung, which I think is one of his larger holdings, or definitely one of his holdings. They're uh, obviously oh, a I thought you were going to go with... Company. Um, I thought you were going to go with Sylvania, um, uh, the platinum company. Uh, but he likes Sylvania because one. of rhodium. That's an interesting one. But I think we'll yeah. leave that for ISA Investors Channel to, to describe uh, rhodium. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, look him up, ISA Investor. Uh, anything else to add on that one? Because it, it, there's, a, there's a lot of different stocks. We've kind of just named a lot of stocks. What would be your number one favourite picks and shovels play? on EV stocks right now? What would you go for? Oh, uh, I think in my case, I'm not sure it would be a miner in my case, my initial kind of instinct on that. I would try and look for someone that sticks stuff that goes mm. in cars, um, but uh, rather than what they're made out of. But uh, mm, that's an interesting one. For kind of picks and shovels on these sorts of things, I haven't seen anything I like more than Southern Copper at the moment. I know that's not specifically an EV's move. Uh, it is, as you pointed out earlier, a kind of general electrification move. I guess one of the reasons I'm wary on battery uh, metals is I've just had a look at the price from uh, a company that Steve and I were talking about when we first started chatting, actually, in the kind of conversations that eventually gave rise to this podcast. The sun seems to be setting, to my mind, on Bushveld Minerals uh, quite a bit, who are a vanadium producer. Um, I don't know enough about mm. this industry or sector to tell you why, uh, but this is a good illustration of something that went up quite a lot and has come down even more. And without having a decent feel for how batteries work, I tend to go quiet on that. I was uh, going to avoid vanadium because it's it gets even more complicated when you go into vanadium redox batteries. Uh, but with that one, uh, as a British company, if you were looking out for for that you've mm. you've got you've got um yep. obviously different to Bushveld, but you've got Everaz. Everaz is is marketing itself as a vanadium company, a vanadium mining company, uh as a it is 
trust me, I've been on the website and been looking through. There was a day, uh, probably in early 2020, where it just kind of flipped. It flipped from iron and steel and stuff, and it just went. Uh, the front page was vanadium, and I was like, "What is going on here?" And uh, yeah, company I don't really trust, I must admit. But it's it's a, it's a play on vanadium redox batteries. If you have ever come across that before, I only ever came across it because Steve D was talking about it on the Discord and other people started talking about it on Discord. Uh, so interesting play there uh, on that one. Um, but yeah, go on then, Steve. Uh, are you both going Southern Copper? Is that what you're going for for the for the well, whole, you I'm know, picks and shovels on batteries? Picks and shovels on batteries, it's Southern Copper all day. And it's not just because of batteries, because we don't, we just don't know what will happen. We think batteries are going to win. I think all three of us pretty confidently think batteries at some uh, some level here are going to win. Um, but if they don't, you still need a hell of a lot of copper in a fuel cell. Mm. So it would be yeah. remiss of me to not go for Southern Copper. If I was going to go for an out there crazy choice, I'd probably stick with Proterra. I think they've... Um, they're making some pretty interesting batteries out in America, and they seem to... Um, I think they're less... They're less good than their market are actually making um, making the actual vehicles, but I think they're a lot better than they advertise at making batteries that people want to buy and charges, which is where I think I see Proterra ending up. So they're my two. Love that. Love that. Lot, a lot of good information here in the Midweek Footsie. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, for listening today. Uh, we appreciate all of your likes, subscribes, and, of course, your donations, which are keeping this on the uh, air for another year. Thank you very much, guys, for listening, and we'll see you on Sunday. I'm amazed how many people own stocks. I'm amazed how many people own stocks. The sucker's going up. <laughs>